Morning Live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hello. Hope you're well. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a great weekend. What'd you do? Did it get away from you? Did you wake up and you think, damn it, it's Sunday. I didn't do a thing. Maybe that's the way you wanted it. Maybe you never got to the gutters. I was supposed to mow the lawn. I didn't do it. Didn't do it, Tom. I said, screw it. I'm not mowing it. You son of a. I know. It'll get mowed probably today, if not Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Went to war on the laundry yesterday. There you go. We're on number four, cycle number four. (laughs) Buddy, if you ever do, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but if you guys ever have kids, I warn you that there is one major downside besides going broke. You will do laundry. And you will do more laundry, followed by some more laundry, followed by a little bit more laundry, and then some laundry. And after that, a little bit of laundry. Didn't we have a friend who provided a service in that realm? Can we, we get him back? We did. Still a friend, just not providing that service currently. We, we, could, we could utilize that. Also, I didn't mention it last hour since we got so caught up in the draft, what it means, where Florida State's at the impending doom of all things NIL, draft portal, and the desperate state of affairs in college football, if you will. But the weekend that we had hoped for on the diamond transpired. Could have been even better than we had hoped for in that, um, you know, we said, hey, at least take two out of three, win the series. They did. I said, gosh, in a perfect world, they'd get a sweep. Well, they might have. They led as the rains came yesterday. More importantly, the lightning. It didn't rain that long. In the fourth, of course. I'm like, man, one more inning. We could have told these bums from TCU, get on that damn plane, losers. We still can. But it would have been a more resounding get on that plane, losers, had it been a clean three-game-to-none sweep, which it might very well have been. That's on the Sunday starter. What are we doing here? Come on now. for the rains. Come on, Hubbard. Let's go. We spotted you a five-spot. Let's go. Get these outs. Get these outs. Get you some of these outs, and let's go. The rain's coming. I want to say that if I were, again, starting over and was going to play baseball and wanted to play baseball and wanted to emulate a college baseball's, baseball player's swing, all right, it'd be James Tibbs. That swing is the sweetest damn swing. I've got a crush on James Tibbs. That dude, that swing is gorgeous. I can watch it over and over. It's just such a, it's a perfect swing. That kid is a beast. Is a we better get some nil money ready? Oh yeah, because I'm telling you, that Look guy out. right there is the truth. Dallas Baptist is calling. They got that Jesus money. Well, the problem is, I would too. 
if I were them or anybody else, I'd be calling James Tibbs. Man, that kid is an animal. He's a freshman. He's hitting to over 330 the last I checked. He's obviously a guy that's on a – currently he's, he's killing it, but he's been killing it all year long. Even his outs are gorgeous. Like, a strikeout from Tibbs is better than a strikeout from anybody else on the roster. You're like, that's a good-looking swing. I know he didn't hit anything there but air, but it was a good-looking swing. Every time I see it, I'm like, hey, it's all right. We'll pop up in the infield. It's not ideal. But that was a good-looking swing. I'm just telling you, that like, guy. Terrell strikes out. You go, damn it! And, oh. and then he strikes out Tibbs. You go, oh, well, oh. Well, okay. if, a, if a guy strikes out Tibbs, I'm like, boy, that kid must be Cy Young. How the hell did he get Tibbs out? I mean, that, that's how good this kid is. Uh, it is it is impressive, man. And he's his last ten games, he's hitting four twenty nine. <laughs> he gets on base, he walks, he hits bombs, he hits, he drives the ball to all fields. It's just we got us one, we got us a superstar. Tied ninth right now in the pseudo RPI. They are squarely in position to host at yeah, least a regional. Well, there it is, right? Yep, there it is. So what a weird baseball program and weird baseball team. Um, if you get a little bit of hitting from this team at all, they are hell on wheels because, again, they can pitch. They can pitch. Now, they're not as dominant, as consistently dominant. Obviously, Messick start the other night. Yep, yep, yep. That'll hurt your feelings if you're TCU riding high. You've won a bunch of series against ranked teams in a row. Roll on into Tallahassee. Ready to show your wares, and you get a told to be quiet, sit down. You got nothing. Nothing. Thanks for the paltry, what, two hits? Did they have two hits in that game? TCU? Two GD hits. Two hits with an aluminum bat. Woo! So that's domination. Yeah, it's May, so enjoy this final full month with uh, Mr. Messick. Yeah. It's been a run. Man. Yeah, and somebody pointed out on Twitter there, I checked the Twitter machine over the weekend, somebody pointed out that you accidentally stumbled into the right score there. You're like, short of us winning 10 to nothing, and then we won 10 to nothing. <laughs> Some say accidentally. Oh, you didn't say they're going to win 10 to nothing? That's not, go listen to the audio. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, okay. I'm, but, I'm hey, your omniscient narrator. You know, that's, that's all what right, it is. Well, omnisciently yeah. tell us how we're going to do against Miami here. Uh, well, let's get to Stetson first. Okay. It's going to be a little dicey. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a little dicey tomorrow. Get a little out of line yourself. Yeah. It's actually a tough week for the RPI. I uh, wish we had that extra opportunity and victory over TCU because uh, I think Stetson's in the 140s, and then we're on the road to Boston College this weekend, and they're in the hundreds themselves. So even if you were Just to sweep the week, I think business. it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Just take care of business. So Florida State is 11th in the RPI. And uh, and looking yeah, good. Tied 9. Tied 9, which is good news. Oh, I see where you're I see the little numbers. Yeah, tied 9. They need to do better than that. Come on, Boyd's World, get it together. That was down there at 10, 11, 12, when they're all the same at 593. Uh, and and just a, uh, what is this, 594, 596, 8 and 7 right there. So you've, you've got a shot to easily cruise into that top eight. Then what are we talking about? Baseball's a weird game. Weird game. Uh, Tennessee actually suffered a loss over the weekend, stunningly enough. They are 40 and 4. 40 and 4. It's baseball. They're not making it out of a regional. There you go. There's a statement for you. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. They won't they won't go to the College World Series. Well, now it's not gonna work. They're 40 and 4. 
we've seen such shenanigans in the sport, the cruel, the very, very cruel sport that is baseball. You can be far and away the better team throughout the course of many games, but it's not many games that you play in the postseason. It's a succinct amount, and they matter more. And stumble, if you do, it is hell to pay, and we know it. Here comes Cal Poly Humboldt, but they've got a Friday night guy who's going to go seventh in the Sixth draft. pick in the draft, a Cal Poly Humboldt. Yeah, little, throws 98 and paints. Yeah, a little two-to-one action on a Friday night in Tennessee's in the loser's bracket of the Knoxville Regional. Well, there are countless examples, man. I remember losing one to nothing to somebody and having some beers outside the back uh, fence there in right field one time, and then all of us wondering, who the hell is that kid? And then fast forward two years later, kids in the majors, you're like, okay, great. So this kid, for God knows what reason, probably assaulted somebody in high school, ended up at this sorry-ass college, rolls in here, painting corners, four pitches for strikes, what are we doing? It pisses me off, man. Baseball is so cruel. It's brutal. But, uh, hey, Florida State did what they needed to do. They continue to do what they need to do when they're facing ranked opponents. Ranked opponents, limber up. Everybody else, you got a good shot to beat us. That's right. You got a really good shot. It's going to be a tough week this week. Going to be a real tough week. It's crazy, isn't it? What a fun time it is right now, though, uh, because. Obviously for you, Tom, and we won't lead and prattle on about this, but here we go, and I love it too. Postseason NHL begins, and we're off. Oh, yeah. And we're off. Bolts, Maple Leafs. You know, I used to be able to hit the ESPN NHL theme, but I think it would get pinged by YouTube because it's relevant again. That theme is now relevant. And as I was watching Sunday Night Baseball last night between my Mets and director Matthews Phillies, all the promos they ran for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I know it's been on ESPN this whole season, and right. the opening night thing was cool, but now it's real. That music is real, this whole thing, it's back on ESPN. Because tonight, you've got games on both the regular network and ESPN2. It's going to be all over. And it's on TBS and TNT as well, and they do a pretty good job. So it's it's back. Anything stand out to you besides the fact that we had all of one damn player taken in the NFL draft? Uh, anything that really shocked you? No, I don't think so. I don't think there were any, you know, out there, off the radar kind of selections. I will say, I'm not real sure what Atlanta was doing, but all right. I mean, I'm not a fan of drafting receivers that struggled to get open when they were in college. That's just me. You know, you can throw measurables at me and tell me that that guy's big and he's strong and he can do all these things. I might counter with, can he catch? And or, did you ever see him get open in college? Where it's easier to get open? (laughs) I didn't, you know, you could could ask that question about Drake London and maybe maybe Atlanta fans are kind of a little uncomfortable asking that question, kind of like, hmm. Why did we take him? Like, nobody on earth thought that was the best receiver we could have gotten. I'm interested to see what Matt Corral does in Carolina. And they got him at a good value. So, you know, the division picked up a couple of quarterbacks. It's better than getting some of these free agents that were out there for them to be immediately better, like Deshaun Watson. If he's allowed to play and Carolina got that guy or New Orleans got that guy, that'd be real bad news. But it's interesting. The NFC South did pick up a couple of young quarterbacks, so we'll see. Congratulations to Jameis Winston, who walked over the weekend, got his degree, and that's always something to doff the cap for, so I'm happy for him. 
uh, reached out to, to his folks and said congratulations to them. We might. We're efforting. We'll see. Come on, Ant. We're trying to make it happen to get uh, Jameis on the program, and we can gradu- congratulate him and ask him, uh, obviously, about the upcoming season. He's going to be the guy in New Orleans, and uh, they went out and got some help. So we'll see. They need, uh, you know, they need a lot. They would argue they don't need a lot, I suppose. But uh, they they did go out and get some help for him. So we'll see. Um, and they also uh, they got a tackle as well. So you know that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good to see too that James made time to stop by the baseball facility. He surprised Chip Baker in the booth as they were doing the broadcast, which I thought was pretty cool. Saw those Very photos cool, on social actually. media, and then uh, there was a recruiter too who said that they saw Jameis and were able to talk to Jameis football recruits while they were on campus. So that's what you do. Well done. It's multiple coaching staffs since your guy uh, left here, but good job, Jameis. I hope he stays healthy. I'd, I'd like to see what he could do. Obviously, I'm a huge Bucks fan, and I don't want it to be at the expense of Tampa Bay at any point. I think the Bucks have the better team, so I'm not as worried about it, although the Saints defense has long been a thorn in the side of Tampa Bay football. You got the better team for like a year. Wait, this is, this oh, is... well, no, listen, this is a prolonged run. If you want to have fun with this, now that we're post-draft and we look ahead and, was it next week the schedule comes out for everybody so we can really start getting into what's what. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm looking but, at the December. I'm yeah. like, all right, when can I get down there for a football game? Yeah, oh, no, forward to it. It's a lot of fun. But if we, if we want to do this again, if we want to revisit the topic, because I think it, it bears that out, at the time that we had the debate with Winston, whether or not to let him go, whether or not to invest in a, in a guy like Tom Brady, if you do, you're anteing up. You've decided to put all the chips into the middle of the table. You'd better win a Super Bowl. Well, they did. They did win a Super Bowl. So it worked. It's a resounding success. But I would argue it's an even bigger success than what I projected, what I thought it would be. Like, when we had this debate, you and I, we went back and forth on this, and then we kind of agreed, disagreed a little, went back and forth, back and forth. We were all sort of, Ooh. and that's because James is our guy. But the, the bottom line is, I said, and you agreed, and I think anybody would have, any Bucks fan would have, if you win a Super Bowl, it's all worth it. That's why you're doing it. But in the end, we didn't think you'd get three years of this. So what you did get was a Super Bowl victory in Tampa, first ever to do it in their backyard. So now that the Rams have done it, hey, at least we were first. Anyhow, bottom line is, Tampa Bay did do it, won the Super Bowl, then turned around and won the division, which is something we wanted just because, damn it, it's been a while since we won We don't do the, that. We don't do that. It'd be nice to win the division. So we did, and another playoff win, and all that. So, so added to the resume of important victories in franchise history, the last two years have featured a ton of them. Uh, to the tune of a Super Bowl championship and a division championship and some playoff wins to throw in there as well. Those are all meaningful. A road win in Lambeau, all that other stuff. That's huge. Yeah, the folly of it all is, looking back at the beginning, is that, that Jameis was asking for more money than we ended up paying Tom Brady. Yes. That's where... Uh, it, the market fell apart, yeah, for him. It, it's, it did. Yeah, he picked the one. wrong year. He picked the wrong he, year. He got a little unlucky. Got a little unlucky. Should have come um, back to Florida State for one more year so he could have reset the market. <laughs> I just remember uh, at the time when I saw a $25 million asking price, I was like, oh, don't do that. He's asking for over 30 Well, yeah, but I think they were willing to take less. But even still, anywhere in the neighborhood of 25 27 I was like, don't, right. don't, 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 no. don't do that. That's Brady for $25? Uh, i am taking Brady for 25 Yes. No, don't disrespect. Yeah, well, no. He's the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Sure, I'm going to take him. By the way, because what came with it was not only a facelift, but also an agreement from other great players to stick around and others to come join. And the point also here is that now you've changed the fortunes of the franchise permanently or for the very foreseeable future, right? I mean, 
the Bucks now are a destination. They are now no longer seen as the franchise that was. And so you won a Super Bowl. You won a division. You're a contender already right now. As we sit here today, you're one of four teams that people would, odds on Vegas has, pick to have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Best odds to get to and win the Super Bowl. So you got a third year out of it, which you did not expect to get, and we temporarily didn't when he retired but now he came back and so you get that and then they did a good job of adding some pieces around him you think what by the way what is new england doing so you think about what new england does they go and they draft a guard but you had an all pro guard that you let come to tampa why didn't you just keep him (laughs) you got got younger well (laughs) less expensive i guess i guess so more reasonably yeah uh, yeah, uh reasonably priced we'll see uh just weird but, yeah, so that guard comes to Tampa, right? Why? Because he wants to play with Tom. So now you got a Pro Bowl guard to replace your other Pro Bowl guard that abruptly retired. So you bring him in. And now you got, okay, more than a suitable replacement. Now I need the tight end, the Hall of Fame tight end, to stop, you know. Joshing around. Joshing around. Just, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. even, even if it's an under-the-table, hey, look, man, you guys know I'm coming back. I'm just not coming to camp. Okay, well, you don't have to come to camp. Just keep it together. Hit that Orange Theory Fitness. Make sure you're running a little bit, Okay. Make sure you're keeping it together so that we don't have to watch you in quicksand the first three games of the year like we did when you first came back. You know what happened this year is uh, where my family comes from, where I was born in Brooklyn, across the water, on a a place called Beach 116th Street in Rockaway. That's like the main drag. Orange Theory Fitness just opened this year. Hey, how about that? Way to grow. Way to grow, Orange Theory Fitness. Pretty cool. I think I told you, MC Search, third base from Rockaway. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. MF Doom, which... Previously was not MF Doom. I think he too was from Rockaway. Oh yeah, well, there's a lot of culture in well, Rockaway. I'm just I'm letting you know. So the far Rockaway, badasses are right, from yeah. Rockaway. Yeah, uh, yeah Jones right. Beach. Chef Camper Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio Warchant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is sponsored by the legendary team at hamilton home loans great rates cutting edge technology and transparent communication is the recipe for a five-star mortgage experience at fsuhomeloans.com Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio Warchant TV I screwed up I went long I'm, I'm, I'm in between We're in between clubs It's um Like four minutes And I was supposed to come on I gotta give the allotted time Because I want to Necessary there I don't know we can shoot the breeze for a couple of minutes, Let's and I'll shoot call the breeze. Ira. Let's just go ahead and shoot the breeze. And as uh, Trey Jones would say, you're never really in between clubs because would you rather be 15 or to 30 feet long or yeah, short of the hole? You want to be long. You, well, 
want to be past the pin. It's yeah. a better way of saying it. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at saying, all right, I'm going to go past the pin here. Let's aim past the pin. Let's take the club that's long because the chances that I absolutely pure this. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Well I done. The right, you th- all I golfers know, are like, whoops. I, everybody yeah. knew what I was about to yep. say. The chances I pure this are not good. Although the other day when you and I played, I pured the one from 160 out, and I was like, oh, I didn't think I was going to pure that. It's well off the back. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's center of the club face there, yeah. guys. Great. I think it's still climbing as it's going <laughs> over like, the green. Man, that is in the trees. <laughs> and then you don't even get the honor of bragging that you hit that as well as a ball can be hit because it did you no earthly good. Although I did go, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. That was beeped on, though, wasn't it? Like, yeah, uh, it really was. was. Yeah. It was definitely pissed on. Oh, yeah. hey, hey. You can say pissed. Yeah. I, well, uh, yeah. yeah. You can. Uh, yeah, somebody asked. P. Simpson did, uh, I believe. that uh, Simpson, eh? Yeah. Smithers. So the, the thought being that um, I have a billion dollars and I, like, what am I going to spend it uh, on? Yes, sir. It's not going to be, I mean, I guess a billion dollars. I'll spend on whatever the hell I want. I mean, you, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, I'd, I'd help out Rising Spear. But, again, I, I also don't want buildings. I've never needed a building named after me. Somebody might come and want to do that, but I'm not going to force it. Well, I'd, I'd ride the wrong and put my name on the club level. They already should have. But that's more about the show's theme and joke. It's not because you need your name on the club level. No, but it's the Tom Lang Memorial Champions Club. But you're not dead. It's a living memorial. It's a living memorial. <laughs> they should have engraved my name when I got them to repaint. So That's we right. went from being fady pink back to garnet, the way it should be. For years. And that was at the peak of our powers. <laughs> Between that. That was like the flags. Remember they had the new flags yeah. and they were all like faded pink? It's like, these are brand new. Well, we this, never had the ignition tradition. How are they pink already? Yeah, the uh, the problem is, man, it's it's hot in Florida. It's hot in this state. The sun, it shines bright. It's going to fade and fade quick, no matter what you do. The padding out there at uh, Dick Hauser, which, you know, I'd bulldoze that stadium too. Maybe that's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. I'd help out with that baseball program and bulldoze Hauser, and we'd have a brand new Hauser Mike Martin Field, we would do it up. It would be gorgeous, state of the art. And it would be right where you came out of, like, let's say you were, you know, College Town. You could just walk right out with your beer in hand. Like, well, look at, look at that beautiful stadium that Jeff Cameron built. Thank God for him. You create something with, like, a, a, a pool area, too. You could call it Camster's Cove. And that's where I don't want have, a uh, bunch of people out there spreading their nastiness out there in the <laughs> cove. I don't, I don't need all that. I think these pools on the roof thing is a bad idea, too. I never liked that either. You don't like that? No. Disgusting. Like, who's getting in that pool? You would have in uh, in college. Nah. You would have gone to recess, nah, I don't lived it so. up. I don't think so. Not in the pool. I'd look at the people in the pool, but I'm not getting in the pool. Never wanted to go in those pools. So it's, it's like a, the people. Don't they in Jacksonville, don't they Don't they have a stupid thing in, in the pool? Don't they? The, uh, the football team? Don't they have an yeah. area? Yeah, in the end zone, yeah. yeah. You ever see the people in that pool? Think about it. They're in Jacksonville, first of all. Secondly, every time you see that fan base in a pool, you're like, oof, it's a toughie. He needed to cool off. That guy's from the landing. It's a toughie. And then there's Arizona. It's not good out there either. When you see the pool out in Arizona, if you ever see an Arizona game, meaning the D-backs. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yes, of course, the (laughs) D-backs. 
<laughs> now, what if they had a hot tub in like uh, Colorado at the beginning of the season or the or in uh, October baseball? That'd be kind of cool. It's cold outside. They got a hot tub. I'm no? not going in. I'm no? not going in. Right. You don't know where these people are from. You don't know what they've done. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing that. Irashfell Warchant.com joins us right now. Ira, would you get in any of these bodies of water at the stadiums of which we speak? Not no, but hell no. <laughs> right. Although chlorine is a wonderful thing, but but uh, yeah, no, not happening. Uh, get down or lay down tells me that the landing is gone. I know, but it will live on forevermore on this show, just for how long it did last, and for all the things that I saw there. Every time I went by the landing, and for the way that the Jack Civilians talked about the landing as if it was this great thing. Uh, all right, all right, Ira. So you wrote the piece on Warchant.com. It led to my diatribe today, not because you said anything incendiary that led me to scream at the top of my lungs about how bad it's gotten here and the dearth of good players. But it is a terrible mirror to hold up to this program as you use the analogy. And what were your thoughts? Obviously enough to pin put pin to pad, right, about where Florida State sits, that, um, you know, we don't have a lot of good players around here, dude. Well, I mean, I think the thing is, that, and, and I, you know, again, I, I, my point was that that doesn't tell us what we already knew. You know, we've seen the, we've right. the play on the field, and, and the reality is, you know, it's been difficult. You know, a couple of people on the message boards asked questions like, well, you know, have you guys been um, alerting us to this issue. Have you guys been sounding the alarm that the talent is not there? Well, number one, I would say yes. But what's tricky with all this is when they've gone into the portal the last two years and gone after all of these guys, you know, they've signed, Mike Norvell has gone out and got like two dozen guys out of the portal. And every time you kind of celebrate the addition because you say, okay, well, that's somebody that can help. This is a guy that can help us. He's better than what we've got. And then you see that play out. The vast majority of the guys they brought in through the transfer portal end up being starters. Certainly are in the two deep depth chart. Um, you know, there are a few guys that were bust and didn't work out at all, but for the most part, these are some of your best football players and they're not getting drafted. And so that just tells you that yes, you're getting better, but you're still not where you need to be. And it kind of, I think it's just kind of a dose of reality, which sometimes these things, you know, it, Sometimes you feel like once you realize that the talent isn't where it needs to be, that you would just know it for for, for eternity. But it's almost like people need these constant reminders. Oh, wait a minute! This program doesn't have a lot of talent. Well, it's been that case. They've been that case now for three or four years, and it's got to turn around at some point. But it hasn't turned around yet. Here's the catch-22. People say they want to be alerted to this. They want us in particular, you, me, anybody else that has a platform, to tell them this. But the second you do, and I have, they get pissed. They, they call you negative. They think you're too down on the program, that you never see the bright side of things. Why can't you just allow for good things to be instead of pointing out that it's a good thing and a pile of garbage? I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens. I mean, because it's tough. Because on the one hand, I was, I'm like, okay, I'm really – listen, we all did this. The second we saw Jermaine Johnson, it was a stark reminder of how far away Florida State is and how far Georgia in particular has come. Because that dude walked in and we were like, oh, who looks like that? Well, apparently 15, 16 dudes in Georgia, they look like that. And Alabama and everywhere, right? But not here, not here. And nobody looks like that here. And well, and, and and even below him, you know, a guy like when Jay Sean Corbin comes in. I mean, he's been your best running back for two years straight. Is he special? You know, no. Like, uh, are the teams you're playing against 
sitting in their film room going, man, if only we had that guy. Or with, you know, Keir Thomas or Jordan Wilson or all these other guys that played a lot. You know, they're nice players. They have helped you. You don't want to, like, diminish. I don't want to criticize them. They have helped Florida State's football program. But very few of them, other than Jermaine Johnson, really none of them have been guys that other teams are like, oh, my gosh, they get, they went and got that guy. Uh, they're, they're all better than what you had, but that just shows where you were. It does. It is a it is a, a, a terrible reminder, and then I think Ira. The other part of it is, we we really are in an unsettled landscape. So right now, as you're attempting to climb, as they say, and you're bringing in better caliber players, there's no guarantees you're going to keep any of them. <laughs> Some people are like, well, let's say we do get a few guys, uh, we're going to get poached, uh, and that may or may not be true. They may not get poached. Uh, they may have guys that have bought in, believed in the culture. It's why they can't, said yes, despite being as highly touted as they were coming out of high school. They believed in Norvell and his staff and the messaging, and they get here and they have success and they want to stay and they want to watch it build. That very well may happen. I think it's likely with guys like McCall and Thomas. But because Florida State has been burned in a couple of high-profile ways, uh, then you know the, the the thought is, well, even when we get good guys, we're going to be able to keep them. Are we equipped to keep them in the era of NIL? And it scares everybody to death. Yeah, and it's it's impossible to really have a good feel for that right now because none of us really knows how this market is going to play out over time. I mean, I'm quickly moving from uh, anger to sadness to grief to acceptance uh, with what, what the sport is becoming. And you, you, I think the fan base and the media, and I think everybody will kind of get there pretty quickly to where it's like, okay, well, this is how it is. Go, go buy your players. You know, go find, go find a way. And I know you were already there. Hey, buddy, I got there a couple of years back. I mean, what? A, <laughs> come on now. I have been beating this drum for a while. There is nobody surveying the – nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. And now it's above board. Now you can just straight up do it. Yeah, so then the question becomes, okay, can you keep the players you want to keep, but then maybe go out and, and poach some other players from other schools? And so – and it stinks. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate even the, the, the conversation, um, but it is what it is. And, and everybody else is certainly adopting it, and the NCAA is throwing up their hands, apparently. So uh, until something changes, yeah, man, I think everybody's kind of going to be in this boat. Um, I think, you know, the one thing I would say is it's not like Alabama. You know, Alabama and Georgia are still going to be focusing on the best freshmen in the country because they can get those guys. They've already been getting the best freshmen in the country. They may need to cherry-pick a player here or there. They went out and got Louisville's receiver and Georgia Tech's running back. and But it's not like they're looting full rosters from other teams. Right, they can't. Um, yeah, so you're so – you, you know, now what you may end up having is you may have Florida State taking a, a great player from Maryland and uh, NC State taking a great player from – you know, as they all figure out what they're going to do with their NIL money, um, you know, you may see that kind of a juggling. But I don't think you're going to see widespread – you know, a team lose four or five guys in the same year just because I don't know how many other teams are going to be out there uh, bidding on them. Because the best, the teams that have the most money are are going to be investing that probably still in their in their freshman class, and it's not like they have huge roster turnover. So it's all going to be crazy to watch it all play out. But but I really think we it's hard to predict right now. Either it's the end of of, of the world or that it's going to be a great boon because it's just so early in this whole process. Yeah, and because there doesn't seem to be any set of guidelines, rules, regulatory action in place, then, you know, like you wake up each day and, 
like you did probably this morning when I did, and you go, oh, Jordan Addison, he's going to leave Pitt. He's going to roll on over to USC where they're going to give him a bunch of money. Okay, so the reigning Bolitnikoff Award winner has decided peace to pit and go to USC, and there's really nothing anybody can do about that, and that's going to happen. And, you know, oddly enough, I would argue that in this world, Florida State's no better off than Pitt. You're not competing with somebody like Southern Cal who has Hollywood in the background and now a commitment to winning, uh, unlike we've seen in the last 15 years. So they're going to throw around eight hundred grand, a million, $2 million for a player because they can and their alumni are dedicated to it. And that's where it's hard for us to swallow because, honestly, Florida State is not in a position to compete with that. No, I mean, they're not. And, and I think that that's going to be, again, you, you from a Florida State standpoint and a lot of schools at this level, you are hoping for some sort of reconciliation and some sort of uh, the next phase of where we get to, where there is some sort of uh, structure in place for all this. But getting and, and, and until you get to that point, until there's even a sign that that could be a, like right now, you know, we're all, this this sport is driving in through Texas, you know, and there's just all you see is the horizon. There's no. <laughs> It's not like there's a sign. It's not like there's a sign that says, "Hey, right up ahead, there's going to be regulation." I mean, it it could be five years from now. We have no idea. So at this point, you just kind of have to get with getting and and do what you can do. It's crazy though. That was funny. I laughed. This is an indicator for people that didn't read that story, the aforementioned Addison story. Go. This is where I think we are all frustrated if we root for a team, any team but especially one that is tradition-laden and has the kind of cachet that Florida State or Clemson has. Um, If you root for a team in the ACC, you can marvel at the disparity in money made by the SEC and the ACC. And sometimes it comes to fruition in the form of a story like Addison, where a team like Kentucky, Kentucky offered him nearly confirmed a million dollars to come play football at Kentucky. To which he quickly said, no thanks, Lexington. I've got my sights on Los Angeles. But, I mean, holy moly, man. Kentucky. Well, in the, hey, and this we know about the TV revenue. Then you look at this draft, the way it broke down. The SEC produced, what, 60-something picks? And the ACC produced 20-something picks? Right. And then they just, the SEC schools just went and picked up, I mean, you know, the, again, some of your, the best running back from Georgia Tech. Right. Receiver from Louisville. The pick kid. I don't know if it's done deal at USC. I think so. Alabama might try to get involved. In they may approach him. And it's it's you know there was a point in time, and maybe it's a one off in terms of the draft this year, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it. Um, it just feels like you know we're we're going to where there's almost two, completely two different classes, and the ACC is not where you want to be. Be good, brother. Talk to you real soon. See you, man. That's uh, IrishFellWarchant.com. I can say dot com. Jeff Cameron, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. I just like the intro to this song a lot, so I'm going to let it play. All right, got to get back to work. 
As we do get back to work, a reminder that uh, if you want a very easy, transparent, speedy, and efficient mortgage lending process, you're going to go see my friends Chad and Shannon. They are part. They are a duo. They are the legendary team of Hamilton Home Loans. You hear us talk about our partners at Hamilton Home Loans frequently and for good reason. It's a different kind of mortgage with these guys, and uh, especially when you mention the Jeff Cameron Show. So do so. Call them at 844-FSU-LOAN and say, hey, listen, Jeff Cameron Show sent me here. I'm kind of interested in getting a loan, and I want to know what makes you special. You'll see. You'll see how special they are. 844-FSU-LOAN. Or you can visit on the uh, World Wide Web there, and that would be FSUHomeLoans.com. That's FSUHomeLoans.com. Talk to Chad or Shannon. You'll be all set to go and tell them we sent you and uh, Hamilton Home Loans it is. I don't know. I don't. I think the next step for us is to be able to do those segments, to have these conversations without it getting depressing. Can we do that? Are we able to do that? Are we able to get through these conversations without it getting depressing? Yes, to, to one level. We talked about this between segments last hour. It's important to remember that you only get a freebie transfer one time. So if we've got somebody like Trey Benson, he's not getting poached. If he has a great season, he can't go to Alabama. He'd have to sit out a full year or graduate, complete his undergraduate studies, and then then he could do it again. It's the NFL next for him. Once he goes for 1,500 all-purpose yards, that's what we need to worry about, not going to another school. So just keep in mind that you can't transfer five times if you want to. can't transfer midseason. There are deadlines for these things. There's more refinement coming. Is that helping or, or no? Well, we hope more refinement's coming. I don't know when it's coming, but yeah, I would I would think it, it has to. Uh, yes, and the one-time transfer rule, which I'm in favor of. I think kids should be able to transfer one time free of penalty. Coaches have been doing it for years. Just you know, that's fine. I got no problem with that. But I I just uh, I do I do find it disheartening, a little bit disheartening, like a lot of people do the situation we find ourselves in. But I, I will say again, um, you know, what's good for the goose, good for the gander. I mean, we are bringing in players from other programs that uh, are well thought of and having success with them. And I think Benson will be the next big one in that regard. He's he, that kid right there has the burst that he had prior to the injury. We saw it up close and personal. I thought he was probably the most pleasant of surprises in camp because when you're coming off an injury like that and you hear. You know, you hear running back, you hear knee, you think, mm-hmm, I don't know, taking a risk there. And then you see the speed for that size and that overall ability. You get really excited. That is a different-looking player at the running back position. I know you did a preview that will come out on Warchant.com and Warchant TV, uh, just kind of a summary of the running back group and where Florida State sits. And I went into camp thinking that, uh, you know, we were average at running back. I, li- I love the Treshawn Ward story. I like what he's become. I think he is a valuable player. He's a plus player. Uh, I don't believe him to be a huge difference maker. I don't think he's all world. He's not certainly any of the caliber of players that you see uh, that are draftable at running back in the first and second rounds each year. He's not that guy. But is he a plus player in the league, in the ACC, that is? Yeah, he is. He's also incredibly hardworking and uh, isn't going to let people like me tell him what he can't do. So I think he'll continue to aspire to get better and better and better. Vincent has a natural skill set that is a little bit more to my liking at that size at 215. To go with that speed, yes. that Now that could be, very well could be. Uh, the next guy down the line that gets drafted and gets drafted most assuredly. Yeah, as long as his medical is okay, and obviously it would stand a reason that he would have to complete a successful season here, at least one of them, in Tallahassee in order for the medical to, to be okay. But 
He's just a blend of that top end speed where Norvell talked about it before spring practice even started. That you know, measuring top end, whatever it is, twenty point seven miles per hour, twenty two miles an hour, whatever it was. He's among the fastest players on the team at top speed with that size, which is surprising. And that mean streak. He runs angry. Like he he can glide and he can bounce and, and use vision. But when it comes down to it, if he needs to get a yard, he can lower his shoulder and he doesn't care to do that. He doesn't mind to do that. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's exciting. I mean, that's something that you get pumped up about. And I think I think for Florida State, the the more we see those guys, the more again you got to walk before you can run. And we keep talking about is this the year they walk? I mean, they got to right. You cannot continue to crawl. This has to be a time now where we see they're speed walking, Tommy. They're speed walking. Look at them. They're about to run. Uh, it's the mall. It's five thirty in the morning. The <laughs> vendors are only setting up their shops. Yeah, but here come here the we, old people here for the walk. Guys, let's yeah. go. You can hear the uh, the swishing <laughs> of the tracksuits. That's when malls existed. Yeah, they're they're on their way out too, just like the rules of the NCAA. Uh, yeah, so there there was all that. Uh, That's a good running back room, though. You've got options for all situations. You've got I guys who like running as pass ba- catchers, short yardage, all that stuff. I think the running back room is a perfect reflection of all things being relative. So at the start of this show, we come full circle now, right? At the start of this show, I talked about when a guy is one of our best players. Remember, he's one of our best players. And one of our best players plays on a team that went 5-7 and seven and before that even worse. So it's, yeah, that's a good running back room relative to what we've been. Are they an elite running back room anywhere in the SEC? No. Are they... An elite running back in this conference room. An elite running back room in this conference. Mm, no, I don't think they're elite. Uh, Trey Benson could change that. Trey Benson could be a very good player who proves to be a capable plus player at almost anywhere in the country. So you might, at the end of this year, go, you know, Trey Benson would play at Clemson. He would play at wherever, right? But the room? The room's okay. The room, okay. I, I would agree somewhat there. This also is a coaching staff that does an excellent job of isolating and creating favorable matchups, even if you are Florida State 2022 good, not Florida State 2013 good. You're going to be in a position against good defenses that yeah. people have heard of that yeah. are ranked well mm-hmm. for explosive plays, now 20 ima- and 30 yards at a time. Now imagine if we had, like, now, I mean, listen, I won't even go so far as to say Dalvin Cook because that's unfair. I mean, Dalvin Cook is a transcendently good runner. And for just ninety nine ninety nine a month, <laughs> you too can help us get that player. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. Hey, we need that guy. We need that guy where you go, ooh, that'll take your breath away right there. That dude, that's what we need. We need a little bit of that guy. Yeah, do we need, like, those those sad commercials? Who's the singer from the 90s that uh, with the animals? Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, all right. Do we need her, you know, with Florida State clips from we 2013 never... and 1993 yeah. and 1999? You too can help these sad fans Yeah, we never Doe Campbell Stadium. We, we never needed Sarah McLaughlin. Not when she was popular, not now, not ever. We never for just needed $4 Sarah a day, yeah, for just as little as $4 a day. There was actually never a time. We never needed to hear in the arms of an angel. We never needed any of that. There were plenty of uh, you know college and high school girls who wept openly every time they did hear that song. I, for one, wanted to get sick. But there she is. In the arms of the great Knowles. <laughs> Cue it up, man. Let's do some probable, shall we? Let's get to. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Hey, hey. 
I didn't get the probables up, so you all got to sit and listen to the groove. That's right. And think about the combined no-hitter last Friday night. Yes, sir. That's two in 60 years. That one doesn't really count, though. Oh, it does. It counts. Uh, Put it in the books. Here we go. Royals, Cardinals, one to nothing, St. Louis in the sixth. Come on, Kansas City. Get it together. Zach Greinke, Stephen Matz. Matz got a shutout through six. Angels, White Sox. Tom almost doesn't believe me. You can look it up. Angels, White Sox, Patrick Sandoval, Dylan Cease. That game is in the third, 2 to nothing. White Sox. D-backs, Marlins tonight should be, uh, I like watching that Marlins team. They're playing well. Zach Gallon and Pablo Lopez. He of the 3-0-0-3-9 Lopez family. Woo. Twins, Orioles, Chris Paddock, Tyler Wells, Yankees, Blue Jays. Damn it, Yankees lead the American League East. Mets, Yankees, Jets had a great draft. Giants had a good draft. Uh-oh, what's going on, New York? What's next? The Knicks are going to be good? <laughs> Jordan Montgomery, Ross Stripling, Braves, Mets. Oh, the war. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Max Freed and Chris Bassett. I will be tuned in tonight at 7:10. Simpson over here is asking what's the Mets magic number because he thinks I'm getting a little too. <laughs> the magic number is 48. Oh. That's Jacob Degrom's number. Mariners, Astros, Marco Gonzalez, Jake Odorizzi. Rays A's tonight. Drew Rossman, Rossmusson, you can say it. Dalton Jeffries. That's a look at those that shall reside on the bump. I never know what I get to talking and I don't look at the board here. How much time we got? A little under a minute. You got bets? You got bets? Anything you like? Uh, Hockey is starting, man. I thought you'd have bets. So, well, I mean, you know, we didn't have a a block for it today. Toronto first period over. Toronto first period over. If you can find a one and a half. We're coming out here giving up goals. This is their only shot. It's game one at home. This is it. This is the series tonight for them. I like the period over. First period over. Yeah, sure. One and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. First yeah. period over. Total. I don't care about okay. Toronto. Anybody. Great. Combination of two goals. Done. Book it. All right. Good work out of you. Good work, Matthew. Be well, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Take that over in the first period, damn it. <laughs>